This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. It's the most anticipated WNBA season in history. And you know what that means. Court is back in session. Welcome to Queens of the Court, an Odyssey original podcast. I'm your girl, Cheryl Swoop, And I'm Jordan Robinson. All WNBA season long, we'll be bringing you interviews with star athletes, analysis on your favorite teams, and lots of hot takes. Order, order in the court. Follow and listen to Queens of the Court on the free Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Can't get enough of the fan in the morning? Shown up. Because this is nothing like that. Working. Al and Jerry are here with stories they'd never get to cover on the morning show. Very sexy robot. Hey, look at that pig. Shenanigans. Naked yoga. My mother had a bad experience with these ghosts. Let's hump the fence. It's Al and Jerry's post-game podcast. Well, how many more nice days do we have? Not sure, but today is one of them, and I'm sure soaking up the sun like Cheryl Crow would have done back in the day would be Al Dukes. He's down in Bradley Beach. What's up, man? Oh, hi, Jerry. I already shut my windows and turned the air on. It's going to get 80 degrees. I don't want to deal with any humidity. I don't want to deal with any uh, fresh air. I want pumped in fake air. Give it to me. Inject it into my veins. There you go. Jerry, during the program, we lost or we got word that we lost to Gail Sayers, running back, Chicago Bears. Yes. I, I am ignorant to this uh, Brian's song movie. Really? I mean, I'm aware it exists, but was Gail Sayers, uh, and this is a real question, was the movie about Gail Sayers and his relationship? No, the movie was about Brian Piccolo. Okay, but. And his did, relationship with him. With Gail Sayers. Was yeah. Gail Sayers in the film or an actor played Gail Sayers? You know, I read the book. To be honest with you, I don't. Oh, you're I don't one of know those if I. Guys. No, I'm not actually. But I, I read the book back Brian in the day. Song. I don't know the movie. I didn't see the movie. All right, let me do really quick an IMDb search of Brian Song. I want to get the full cast and crew. I want to see if somebody played Gale Sayers. I want to see if Gale Sayers played himself. Uh, Billy D. Williams played Gale Sayers. Okay. All right. So questions answered for me. One, I always thought Brian Song I knew was about Gale Sayers, or was or was he was in it. But I thought he was the act. He was an actor in it. Turns out he's not. He's not Billy D. Williams. Then we got word that Road Warrior Animal passed away. Wrestler. Yeah, I don't know who that Legend is. Legend at Road Warriors. I do not know who that is. You don't know who the Road Warriors are for I, reals? I don't. Keeping it reals. I they do were not. a legendary tag team. Uh, his partner died a number of years ago of like a drug overdose and this sort of thing. Uh, this fella died at the age of sixty. Oh. Uh, no idea. The family hasn't put out word as to what happened. He did not appear. You know, I've seen him in documentaries about uh, uh, his his uh, wrestling partner who died earlier. Uh, that that he was addicted to drugs and and uh, you know led the life on the road where he was partying a lot and uh, probably did a lot of damage to his body. But Road Warrior Animal uh, at the uh, at the time that I last uh, seen him on documentary, he seemed to be living a clean life. Hmm. Now, 
a young Al Dukes in 1994 who weighed in, and I legitimately believe I either weighed 137 or 143. Last was, week? That was my weight. No, I'm at like 153 now. Oh, my God. I'm putting it on, What baby. are we doing? Uh, I was in uh, – I had moved to Tampa, outside of Tampa, Florida. The girl I had moved down with had left me, Jerry. I was alone. All I had was I decided I'm going to get up and go to the gym. I'm going to start. I'm not going to be down in the dumps anymore. I'm going to start going to the gym for the first time ever. I joined the Gold's Gym in uh, just outside of Clearwater, Florida. I was working nights at the radio station, so I would go in and do my workout at 10 a.m. When you would think there'd be nobody there. You would think there'd be nobody there. There were senior citizens there, and there were professional wrestlers, which, you know, in the Tampa, Clearwater area, a lot of them live there. I did not know that. Yeah, I found that out living there. And I one time was on the, uh, on the, on the using the dumbbells, lifting, doing chest presses next to Road Warrior Animal. Wow, you two, and let me guess, you were doing like 250 and he was doing 275. <laughs> I legitimately think at the time the I was bar. probably using, <laughs> no, this is the dumbbells. I was probably using 25-pound dumbbells Okay, <laughs> to bench press. He was one of those dudes that needed other wrestlers. He had, he was bench pressing humans that were yeah. holding 25-pound dumbbells. Yeah, he had to give it to other, like other wrestlers had to help him with the dumbbells. They were so heavy so that he could angle them correctly on his chest to lift them. <laughs> it's so, funny. Yeah, it was, uh, I did never spoke to the, with fame. I never spoke with the wrestlers because I, I didn't want to bother them. I wanted them to pretend that I didn't know that they were wrestlers. Right, sure. In fact, I wasn't even sure. The, the guy who worked at the gym, a senior citizen fella, he said, uh, oh, there's a road warriors over there. I'm like, really? I love road warriors. Uh, what I really should have done to show respect is I should have showed back up to the gym with my face painted like they used to do. Now, that would have been cool. In a mohawk. And then you could have tweeted that out. Well, there was no Twitter in 94, unfortunately. Mm. So really, did did this even happen? Who knows? I don't know. I have know. no proof of if it. It's not on Twitter. I don't know if it happened. I didn't tweet about it. Did you take a Polaroid picture? <laughs> <laughs> I shook it like a Polaroid picture. <laughs> I did not, unfortunately, Jerry. Yeah. Uh, this is a story that was sent to me by many alert uh, listeners and uh, Twitter followers, among them our friend uh, Connor This is about the MTA? <laughs> it is. This is un- – <laughs> and, and before, you, before yeah. you read the story, KFC Barstool – and by the way, I'm really getting confused – because I see this double frying um, French fries ads yeah. from Kentucky Fried Chicken yes. keeps coming out. And I'm like, why is Kevin tweeting about French fries? And then I'm right. like, that's not him. That's driving me nuts. Different KFC. Different KFC. But he, he raised a great point on social media when he also linked the story. He says, you mean this was legal prior? Yeah. So there's an article that showed up in the New York Post that the MTA, which is what, the um, – what does MTA even stand for? Metropolitan Transit Authority, I believe. Nailed it, Jerry. MTA board is officially banning pooping in subways and buses. So meaning it wasn't banned before. Right. They're formally banning, formally, Jerry, it's on the books, defecating Man. on the subways, buses, and transit facilities. Unbelievable. It's already barred under current rules, but it's not... Uh, but it's not officially banned? What does that I, even I mean? I don't know. I really don't know All the right, answer let me read further, Jerry. The dirty deed is just already barred under current rules. <laughs> but how about rule if change... you're the writer and you bring this oh. to your editor? Can we publish this? I see what it is, Jerry. The rule change will specifically add defecating to the list because currently the list says 
you will get a $100 fine for creating a nuisance, hazard, or unsanitary condition. Included, but not limited to, spitting or urinating. So Previously, now they have to add the, uh, the dumpster. Defecating. Good Lord. I, this so is prior, really there at. must have been a time then when this rule was put on where people were, in fact, spitting and urinating on the subways, but were not defecating. Well, I was, so they've stepped it up a little bit. One of the, And someone on Twitter told me that if you listen to the show today, the block I was talking about in Manhattan with all the um, all the trees, like the tree yeah. centers, is 26th Street. That's what I drove down over the weekend. So they're selling um, a lot of trees? Oh, my God. I mean, it looked like an outdoor, you know... Haven, and it was ridiculous because you're thinking like you're looking at a 12 foot evergreen. Like who's buying that in Manhattan? Boomer yeah. made up a great point though. But anyway, if, what were we talking about? What was Boomer's point? Uh, a lot of rooftops need to decorate. Oh, and they yes. bring the greenery in for that, which I never even gave good that point. a thought. That's I totally lost point. my train of thought. Now, oh, we were so, talking about defecating on the subway. Well, and- uh, okay, so we talked. We mentioned the homeless situation in Manhattan yes. and how bad it's gotten very quickly. And I did think about this this morning. As I was waiting at a traffic light, and I had three homeless people sleeping to my left, and there were two on a bench to my right. And my thought was, I understand they're probably not showering. I get that. Where do they go to the bathroom? That I don't know. Like, holy moly. Like, you just, God, you feel awful. It's just terrible. What a bad, bad situation. Yeah, I I honestly have no idea. Like, I guess that's why many homeless would go through Penn Station, because those bathrooms were always open. And I guess you all you go to places that have open bathrooms. There are some like fast food places in the in you know the larger fast food places that don't have anybody manning the bathroom. Now I don't know if that's changed since coronavirus, but my guess is like I know there's places in the suburbs of New Jersey that used to have bathrooms that don't open them up now because oh. they don't want they're afraid of spreading coronavirus through the bathroom. God, just terrible. Terrible, terrible. Terrible, terrible, Jerry, I don't know if you saw the video that went viral of a six-month-old baby water skiing. I did. You did see this. Yes, and they said that they believe it's the youngest water skier ever. uh, He is just six months old, six months and four days old. His name is Rich Casey Humphreys. He's got three names, this fella. So do you. He went uh, skiing for his six-month birthday, and uh, his parents, as you might imagine, are taking some heat. (laughs) <laughs> yeah it seems very strange like why would you ever put your baby on a water ski? i don't know i didn't like i saw it but i didn't really like i saw the photo i didn't see the video is he like strapped in or something like how do they have him he's it he doesn't he does not appear to be overly strapped in he really? appears to be strapped in as if i would strap in to go water ski. Well, maybe he can swim i don't know he does have a smile in this still photo that the family put up on uh, instagram okay he does maybe look he had, like maybe he had gas that could be. He does look like he's enjoying it. So it's amazing. Now, a I lot don't of even people, remember a six-month, what type of emotions they have. I guess they do smile and laugh by six months. Yeah. I mean, you know what? They do by a month, actually, so I take that back. Some people did come to the defense of the parents who were taking some heat for strapping their baby to a six-month-old to a water ski. They said, uh, the haters can't relate. Their kids are probably on video games all day. At six months old? Probably not. This is not child abuse, uh, abuse, someone else wrote. People need to stop always coddling their children. This baby <laughs> this baby is six months and is living his best life. That's right. Matter of fact, we're going to kick our <laughs> kids out next week and tell them to go get an apartment. <laughs> get an apartment. Start earning for yourself. Let's go. You're 10. Move on. Well, so this baby, uh, I don't know what else he does. I don't know how he started doing the... Uh, 
jet ski, uh, water skiing, if he's going to start doing other things as well. Like what? They're going to throw him on the Alps. <laughs> it's getting cold out. Hang gliding. Hang gliding. That baby already does more than I do. He's going to jump out activity. of a plane. <laughs> yeah. I live across from the ocean. That baby does more activities out the water than I do. That baby's been in the he's, water more than you. He's six months old. Think about that. Oh, boy. They're coming to spray. Hello. Stay out. Thank you. Get out. Oh, that means they must have just done the uh, the newsroom again. Oh, God, darn it. But does it, can you smell it out there? Oh, it's brutal, dude. Yes. Oh, really? If you, I mean, even with the mask, you got to stay out. I mean, wow. it is. They are disinfecting this place every few days. Yeah. Like, it's it's legit stuff. It's no I joke. S- I saw a story here in uh, Bradley Beach. There's a, a famous old movie theater that was renovated, and they still show movies in there uh, called... Uh, Showtime Cinemas, I think, and there's a, a small version of it in Asbury Park as well. Right, they're they're closing up shop because of coronavirus. They they they're out of business. Yeah, it's happening to a lot of places. There's another thing that's happening yeah. is popcorn farmers, because of this, are sitting on mountains of unsold popcorn. I'll start bagging it for the holidays. Oh, that's a great idea. Yeah, I mean, I don't, you know, if you're losing all that. Uh... I don't say inventory, but if you're not pushing the inventory because movie theaters are closed, you got to figure out other ways to do something with it. Plus concerts, sporting events, they sell popcorn at. Of course they do. I mean, again, the thing I've never understood, and places are going to close down and close down permanently. Maybe someone comes in and buys a theater once things return because then you know business will be back. But what I've never understood is if, if government is forcing the shutdown of a business... So let's say you've got Al's boring coffee. Right. And government says you are not allowed to operate. Well, then by law, in my opinion, you should not be required to pay rent, nor should you be responsible for the months you miss because the government shut you down for that amount of time. Now, how you get money, you're going to have to file for unemployment, obviously, and you're going to have to make do with what they give you, and you hope that it's at least passable. But you shouldn't go out of business because of this. I agree. I understand that you're going to have to furlough employees. I understand that because you don't have money to pay them and there's no business. But you should not be. And and conversely, the landlord of the building should not be responsible for paying property taxes if the government's the one shutting down the businesses that they put in business. Right. You know, the whole thing is ridiculous. Mortgage companies should not be collecting on commercial properties during a pandemic. It just, I don't know. I agree, Jerry. Got to help you. Well, you know, it's all, hey, help this guy, help that guy. Well, you know what? The little guy gets stomped on, and I understand the one person, blah, 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 blah. But to me, this is basic. Yeah, I agree. If you're told to shut down, you got to shut down. There's it, nothing you could do about it, but nope. you shouldn't uh, You shouldn't be losing your businesses over it. I don't think so, but what they do, do I know? These uh, popcorn farmers do say that microwave popcorn has seen a sales surge. I'm sure. People home. But those popcorn farmers don't have the equipment to make microwave popcorn. Oh. It's, I didn't know. Well, how yeah, do you make it? A, so is microwave popcorn, what do they do? They, they inject it with a steroid or something? I don't know. I think they like put it in that bag and then they cover it with oil. I really don't know how that works. Hmm. I should open one up one day. Like open it looks up a bag. like normal kernels. It does, but it's got to yes. be soaked in something to make it hot. I don't know. I have no idea. I don't understand how it works. We have no idea. No, we're two of the dumber people on the planet. 
And New York City is looking to install space bubbles for sidewalk dining when things get cold. So what do you think of that? Would you get into a space all bubble? All right. So a friend of mine, this is amazing because a year and a half ago, he bought a, he bought a restaurant. Yeah. Oh, it my took six months of renovations. Yeah. And he was ready to open April 1st. Oof. Couldn't, as you can imagine. What type of restaurant? Um, well, it was an Italian restaurant. I don't know. I haven't seen his menu. I'm not sure what he's turning into. Is that the into. place in, uh, near where I used to live? Yes. Okay. So he was supposed to open like April 1st, then it was April 15th, but then the pandemic came and no open. <laughs> so yeah. now he's ready to open, um, but you can only do obviously a small amount of people. So he bought these outdoor pods exactly for that. Yeah. I don't know. It seems kind of weird to me. But I, I, guess, I guess they're called outdoor dining igloos. Right. I don't know. I guess. Seems weird. Yeah, they do. Look, I see a picture of them, and they're four individual tables. Right. They look like uh, clear snowballs that you're in. Right. I'm not so sure I'm doing that. I got to be yeah, honest. I'm with you. I'm not so sure I'm doing that either. So, and that's, you know, like when I drove by driving through the city this weekend, at one point, I guess it was Saturday morning. I want to say it was 56 degrees. 50, yeah. It was beautiful. It was sunny out, maybe 57 degrees, but windy. You know, Manhattan. And there were people sitting there in winter coats eating outside at a diner. Yeah. I'm like, that uh, can't be fun. I will have a hard time uh, eating out when it gets cooler. Yeah. Yesterday when my parents came down, we went to Vic's Pizza in Bradley. Right. A very famous place down here. Oh, so famous. And uh, it actually was really nice weather, and we could have sat outside, but my father was like, I want to sit inside. So we sat inside and ate our pizza. Which is fine, but there's not a, you know, they're not, they don't allow a lot of people in. Yeah, sure. Twenty five percent, right? Yeah, yeah, twenty five percent seems crazy. Yeah, and where'd you go for dinner? For dinner, we went to Klein's Seafood. It was uh, right on the. It's right on some sort of water. Oh, not beautiful! The ocean. You sit outside for that. We did sit outside for nice. that. Nice, but very aggressive uh, seagulls hanging around the restaurant. Just give them some vodka. <laughs> Here, sip on this. Do you drink at all or no? Where are yeah, you at have, with that? I drink beers. You do? Yes. Would you have six of them last night? I had one beer at lunch, and I had one beer at dinner. Look at you. And it was delicious. I'm sure it was. <laughs> I love beers. <laughs> I, I've heard But I only, uh, I don't drink many in a sitting. The most I really have now at a sitting is two. Got it. Two? Not six or seven? No. Hmm. All I right. could not handle that now. More for, I feel like my stomach couldn't handle the liquid. I don't know. Probably true. But I did watch this. I watched a seagull grab a uh, crab out of the water. And then he brought the crab to the dock. And, and that was your dinner? <laughs> <laughs> Dropped it on my table. And he just kept shaking it until it died. Oh, God. And then pecked the pecked it like the shell and, and ate the crab. Survival of the fittest, it right, It was Al? amazing. I was like, where are this crab's claws to grab, the, grab his beak or grab you know, his... It's nature, Jerry. You know what the crab's family was saying? What's that? What's the point of all this? What are we doing? Right. One day you're here, and the next the seagull grabs you. <laughs> Stupid. Throws you on the dock and rips your, shakes you till you die. Yeah, that sounds like an awful death, mm, even on your 100th birthday. What's tomorrow, Jerry? Thursday? Thursday. All right. Well, we'll do the warm-up show again tomorrow, I suppose? Yes, Thursday? I'll be here. We'll do that. All right, I'll be here as well. The warm-up show is next here, right on this um, app you're using. By the way... Yeah. Not relevant to you, but 
Apple just put out a very big update for the iPhone. Looks pretty cool. Nice. Check it out. All right, Jerry, warm up next. So... Alan Jerry, no guests, no calls, and no real content. All right, midweek on the fan. It is the warm-up show. It is great to have you with us. I'm in New York City along with the Eddie Scazzeri. He is beginning his 52nd year walking the earth down in Bradley Beach, New Jersey. Walked his dog already. What's up, Al Dukes? I was going to say, I think I'm beginning my 51st year, but you're 52nd. right. 52nd. I've already added a year. I haven't. I never even felt that way. I'm starting my... Just oh, I'm like sorry. I, did I just depress you? It's like yeah, when you're born, you're starting your first year. Yeah. So you're starting your 52nd year, year on planet Earth. And uh, I've never been uh, committed of uh, a crime. Committed me neither. Of a crime? No, me neither. Um, I never beat anybody up yet. You've broken the law. You've sped before in the car. I've sped. Well, it's a traffic violation. It's not a law. Well, I mean, it's a Can't traffic law. It. You brought a taser into the city? You broke, I did. That's, that's breaking that's the law. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Right. You just weren't caught. I just wasn't caught. Yeah. Listen, some people are better at uh, getting away with things than others. I'm it's like you thump your chest right now, but if right. you get caught, you would then you'd have to issue the the apology. My I mistake. I, right. I apologize. Uh, I saw my I offended. Uh, I'm so sorry. So if sorry. I offended you. Yeah. If I yeah, I would go that route. Like when people do the apology, where they go, where they really put it on you, where they go, if you were offended by what I said, my bad. Right. But it's really you're the one being that's, offended. That's the half-assed apology. Yeah, half-assed yeah. apology. Yeah. I would do the tearful apology. Could you make yourself cry without the onion? Uh, <laughs> if I was going to lose my job, sure could. <laughs> yeah, but that would be a real cry. <laughs> yeah, that would be. Right. That would be. I would like, summon a real cry. So how about this? So let's say you do something incredibly stupid okay. to your girlfriend, mm-hmm. but it really isn't. She right. just takes it the wrong way. Right. And I think misunderstandings happen, happen all the time. She's really pissed. You don't understand why, but okay, fine, fair enough. You want to move on. The only way to do this is for the tearful apology. Tearful? I couldn't could come you up do with a that? fake. I don't think I could. You couldn't? No. I think I could. Really? You don't think You're you like could think a... of like, well, I don't want to say it, but something someone really close sad. to you. Something bad happening to them, like you couldn't get into that moment if you had to. I guess I would. I'd really have to summon, but then I wouldn't be in the moment of the the, okay. the apology. How about this, Mister Green Screen? Tom Izzo wants to do an emotional Al video. Yeah, green screen behind you. Mm-hmm. You need to well up. No. I think I think you. Oh, because he would just use it against me for the rest of the time. That's the problem. Yeah, but okay. What about this? What if I guaranteed you five? Hundred thousand views. Oh yes, yeah, right, exactly. <laughs> I'll do anything for views. Yeah, you get nude for for, for a million yeah. views. <laughs> Yesterday, my parents came over to go to uh, lunch for my birthday, and uh, I asked them to bring a VCR with them. I figured you'd ask them to bring a gift. Well, I said, do you still have a VCR? Because I have these videos. From right when I got out of high school, of me and my friends doing skits. Right, sure. And I have these tapes. I know where they are. But uh, And there's a way to get them from a VCR to your computer to record them onto the computer. Well, so you could, I, really? I didn't know I'm that. I'm going to do that, yeah. Did you, did you at least pop them in to see if they still work? Uh, no, I did oh. not. It's still sitting there. But, you know, I know there's companies that will do it or you can hand the tape over. But, listen, in 1987 and 88... 
I don't know what words were allowed to be used. You know what I mean? Who knows what's on these tapes? Hmm. We could be saying. I don't think they watch stupid. them, though. Don't they just transfer? Well, I guess they'd I have feel like to run watch it. them. I would. I'd watch everybody's old tapes. Yeah, you'd be one cool. of those guys in the See, parking lot of the supermarket. Yeah. where you were oh, developing film. Mm-hmm. You'd be running through everybody's pictures. Yes. See if there were any nudes in there. Of course you would. Oh, you'd be such a I'm pain. trying to think if I did that when I worked at Drug Fair. Of course you I'm sure you did. I don't recall going. I really don't recall going through people's pictures. The one thing we did when we worked at Drug Fair, which is now a defunct uh, uh, drugstore chain in New Jersey, so I could say whatevs. Yeah. Uh, me and my friend Paul worked there together. That's where I met him. And uh, we worked sometimes in the pharmacy. And when girls would come in to pick up their prescriptions, if, if it was a, a flat case for the medic you know medication is normally in a bottle right if it was flat we knew the girl was on uh, uh birth control pills we'd giggle you'd giggle yeah we'd be like this girl's on birth control now would you giggle the same way the person at the counter would giggle if you brought condoms to them <laughs> that, that would <laughs> be my you fear yeah. for? <laughs> doing some sort of experiment sir <laughs> We know yeah. you're not going to be with someone. <laughs> Especially if it was like a girl from high school. Oh, that's that got to be the high worst. School. We'd be that's, like, mm? you know what? That's when you go, you buy a can of Coke and you walk out and you go somewhere else. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I would never be able to. Like, I, I would, I, I still won't go, go up to a pharmacy counter if there's like a young person behind the counter. In your 52nd year. Yeah, because I was like, I don't need this person judging me. Well, you just buy, you buy a whole bunch of them then. A whole sh- bunch at one yeah, time. Yeah, you show that young person. You active. <laughs> well, that's the best. The best part now is that everything, everything that's embarrassing to purchase, you can just go online. Or you just get. have your mom buy it, like your or mom buys your mom. toilet paper. Right. That's true. And she didn't bring any over yesterday, so I don't know what she's doing. So they brought. I cannot believe they still had a VCR though. Yeah. Well, I asked them. I I asked my my parents and my two sisters. Everyone still has a VCR. Your sisters still have one. Yeah. Why? They don't have them out, but they like have access to a VCR. I don't know. People don't like to throw things out. Oh, I threw mine away a long time ago. Me too. No, so I, I don't even have DVD players anymore. Uh, yeah, same here. If we need the DVD, if we want, because we still have some of them. Like we saved, I think like my my wife saved the Friends series. Um, I saved the Beverly Hills Cop trilogy. But like not like not many. We don't have many DVDs in the house anymore. But we have a handful of them. But we have the, I guess it's the PS4. I guess we can run the DVDs yeah, you can off throw of. Them in there. Other than that, that's it. Everything else, garbage. Yeah, to me, if it's not streaming or on YouTube, I'm then no interest. I'm Don't bring it down it. to the recycling yard, Tinton Falls. You realize how close you are to that? To a recycling yard? Yeah, the the Monmouth County Reclamation Center. You're like probably ten minutes from there. Oh. How awesome! I'm gonna start. Re- I'm gonna start reclamating things. You should. It's so easy to get rid of things. Okay. Easy for you to say, Jerry. Sometimes it's tough for people to part with things. Because they're idiots. Emotional connections. Well, people like to hoard stuff. Yeah. Hoarders. Yes. Jerry, do the Yankees... Not the Yankees. Do the Mets... The Mets are still technically alive. Two and a half out, five to go. Two and a half out, five to go. Who are they competing with? Everybody. (laughs) Oh. Too many people. They're not making it. Do they have a chance? Yes. So you're saying there's a chance. No. Well, I mean, what did the Phillies do to them back in the day? So what if the Mets win out that still doesn't guarantee them in? They need help. Well, that stinks. Doesn't mean they won't make it. I mean, first of all, if they win out, they'd get to 500. And I do think there's, you know, I think you go into the offseason at least feeling a little bit better about yourself if you went 30 and 30 as opposed to 28 and 32 in a 60-game season. But, you know, you're behind... The Phillies, who, by the way, are on the outside looking in, with the, they lost 
Uh, I don't know. Both games of a doubleheader yesterday, Al? What? Both Jerry, games of a doubleheader. Doubleheaders always split. They're behind the Reds, who are a 500 team right now. They're behind the Giants, who are a 500 team right now. So they've got their work cut out for them. Impossible, no. Possible, yeah, but, you know. Impossible, no. Probable, no. It's possible. Likely, no. It's not likely. It's possible, not likely. Shot in the dark, yes. I would say that, yes. And the Yankees are in, Jerry. That's a fact. That we know, yes. That's a fact, Jack. Yeah, we knew that yesterday. But uh, Garrett Cole is going to have his own pitcher, or his own catcher. Well, it's working, so let's go. Higashioka. Higashioka. Yeah. Now, Aaron Boone said he's not really... Hershiakioka. <laughs> what was that? Hershiakioka. That's Garrett Cole's wow. uh, catcher. Hershiakioka. Exactly. <laughs> Okie doke. Now, Aaron Boone is not normally a fan, he says, of catchers and pitchers uh, being like one battery, like one a pitcher having his own catcher. But if it's working? It's working between Garrett Cole and... Oh, Eddie stole H- on the trigger. Higashioka. 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 Hershiakioka. <laughs> he has problems with a lot of names. Yeah, well, a lot of people do. Yes. Even like uh, simple names. What's the simple name guy. that you have trouble with? Um, oh, DJ LeMayhew. DJ LeMayhew. Not that that's easy. Yeah. But he should know that. <laughs> Steve's better than that. How about the fact the Yankees scored 12 runs last night, and I don't think LeMayhew had a hit. And they had no home runs. And no home runs. That's right. So for that reporter that said, are you guys hitting too many home runs? Right. You know what? We can, Mate- we're the Yankees. We can score Mateu. 12 runs. Matthew. We can score 12 runs without hitting a home run. Was Matthew supposed to be LeMahieu? DJ yeah. Mathe- 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 Here's what happens, because it happens to me as well. And I know what watch. Steve's going through. <laughs> <laughs> What happens is, you know the catcher's name is Higashioka. You know it's DJ LeMayhew. When you're on the air and you start to say it, you go, I don't want to screw this guy's name up. And I've, then you overthink it. Higashioka. Right, then you come up with Matthew Odorino, Odorino, Octavio. Tell me how to go about pronouncing Odorino's last name. <laughs> you just did. <laughs> That's what Sam happens. Sam McDonald. Uh, Sam McDonald. Had a farm. Sam McDonald. You know, I always told you when you when I do these games <laughs> and you get these weird names from players you don't know, you sit there and practice it, practice it, practice it, and all of a sudden you nail it four hundred times in the hotel room. And then you're right. It's in the back of your mind. <laughs> don't screw it up. Right. And the first time the guy hits a big three, you screw it up. Yes. It's it's a head game. Yeah, that's what happens. I agree. It's like that. It's like the read I do for uh, NJ Diet with the bioenergetically. That was in my head. It's bioenergetically. Bioenergetic. It's like oh god. And, as, and you're reading the spot and you see the word. Yeah. It's like it's just blinking at you. <laughs> so you're a hundred percent right. It is a head game. I'm, I screw up names all the time. You, you said uh, you said Evan screws up names. Evan we does know, screw up names. Uh, Mad Dog screws up names all the time. Because all again, I think because they read before instead of yeah. actually watching certain things. Oh, that's yeah. my opinion. I think Hershiakioka. I think they're Hershey. very <laughs> they're very well read, right? And they know a lot more than we do. But when you don't hear something, how do you know how to pronounce it? Right. 
Well, listen, this is what we know, Jerry. For the opening playoff game, Garrett Cole will be pitching. Higashioka will be catching. Hershiakioka. <laughs> and Gary Sanchez has no chance to let a ball go past him to lose the game. I would think probably not. That is true. Unless he pinch hits for Higashioka at some point, Higashioka oh. at some point in that game, and then he right. catches in the ninth inning and lets the ball go by him as the other team wins. Hmm. I think all pitchers should have their own personal catchers. Like, How great would that be? One, for the pitcher gets the no one guy, right? Secondly, the catcher's only playing every five days. You would have five catchers? Yeah, you would. Your team would need. You five can't catchers. have five catchers. No, only listen. You have like your top. Like a Degrom would have his own catcher. Garrett Cole. You'd have to be a, an ace. And then everybody. Right. So the ace They're, gets their cha- their choice. Yeah. Yes. Everybody else deal with it. Right. That's right. I remember. Didn't Syndergaard have something going where he wasn't throwing well to Darno? Yes. But was throwing well to I can't think of the guy's name. Higashioka. No, no, no. And it wasn't Wilson Ramos. It was. Ah, damn it. I can't think of his name. But it was the backup catcher that I think Syndergaard threw better too, and he would always say, "No, no, it's no big deal. It's not an issue." But you would look at the numbers, and the difference was. And if it wasn't Syndergaard, it was someone else. But it, yes, it has happened in the past where pitchers have preferences. And but you know he, what? You know what the problem would be though. Like you get into a situation where you know, like you're a big free agent. Like Tanaka was a big free agent, Cole, and you make a demand. Listen, listen, I'll come to your team, but I'm going to need my own catcher. Let me right? ask you this: How good's the how good's the pitcher or the player? He's like a Garrett Cole type. Okay. So let's put it this way. Mike Trout wants to come to the Mets. Loves the Mets. Mm-hmm. Wants to be a Met. But you got to take Andrew Elton Simmons with me. Right. If yeah. not, I'm not coming. Okay, yeah. we'll sign him too. Uh, right. I think There's it's pretty certain, smart. Yeah, there are certain guys. Not everybody, but not certain everybody. guys. I agree. But like the Yankees were really chasing Tanaka when they got him. He would like now he would have his own personal catcher sure. for that right. deal. You know How what about I mean? This? What if the what if Jacob Degrom was a free agent? And he wanted to go to the Yankees, but he wanted Robinson Chirinos. You yes. don't think they would not take Robinson Chirinos yes, to get Degrom? Right, you're right. Not bad, but you got to be good enough to demand that. Right, like if Boomer went to the NFL today and said, "I demand Al Dukes has to be here and watch the games with me. He's going to take notes. You must hire him." Oh, they'd fold. And I'd be hired <laughs> NFL Today. New NFL Today producer. That's right. <laughs> we got to take a break. That's right. 517. That boomer guy, he'll be here at 6 with that geo guy. Uh, this portion of the warm-up show is brought to you by Indeed. If finding a high-impact hire is a serious goal for your business, use Indeed. Their flexible payment options mean better bang for your buck with no long-term contracts. They'll even give you a $75 credit for your first sponsored job post at Indeed.com slash impact and conditions apply. We're coming right back on the fan. Alan Jerry now offering curbside delivery. All right, 524. Nice to have you with us. Hump day, they call it. It's a Wednesday. We heard during the break, we heard from uh, John Minko. I wonder, like, what is the Mink Man doing with his time? He's been retired now for how long, would you say, Eddie? Four months? Five months? No, longer than that. Wasn't it March? Was it longer than that? But yeah. I feel like that commercial that we're running now with his voice is a new recording. It is. No, so, no, it is. So he's still getting uh, work while he's retired? Well, at least in this case, he's And you know what's, what's really cool about that and different? Think about, like, radio in the 80s and probably into the 90s, too. And this is what the pandemic has done as well. And I guess even into the 2000s. Like, you would do a commercial, and if it wasn't, like, 
perfect and crystal clear and you know the the uh, the sound quality had to be amazing or they wouldn't air it think about now in the pandemic you got a recorder on a mic i do just do this commercial because <laughs> right. you're home you're not here we have no way to make it better straight cash homie <laughs> he sounds so excited in this yes, commercial that he's doing as well like you know i'm back baby he's got to be so fired up that college basketball is going to be played because my guess is he's probably got his charts done already Oh, he's still doing uh, St. John's. Yeah, I think so. Oh, I don't okay. like. I'm not aware that he stopped doing that. I would certainly believe full shizzle. Full right. shizzle. He said he is still doing balls popping shizzle. out on a regular <laughs> basis. Sure. Hey, whatever, man. Lively baseball this year. A lot of multiple home run games for guys. Exactly. Straight cash, homie. That's mm-hmm. what he. That's the only. <laughs> that's the only thing John Minkle says when he goes into. Do a new contract. Straight cash homie. Right. He sits down. They present him with the outline. Straight cash homie. Contract, <laughs> and that's what he says. And then if they don't get a deal done with that, he comes back another day. Yeah. P-Easy. P-Easy. Or takes Bruce what they offer him. Rap name. Right. Bruce Arians, Jerry, he's the head coach of the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They got Gronk. They got Tom Brady. They're uh, New England Patriots South. Uh, someone asked the Bruce Arians. Uh, what's the what's the deal with Rob Gronkowski? Dude is invisible. To which uh, Bruce Arians said he's not really surprised by Gronk's lack of catches. Quote, we're not throwing the ball 50 times to the tight ends. That's what we have receivers for. Yeah, well, I don't – listen, we've talked about this before. They've got a lot of playmakers on that team. They're going to run the ball. If you figure – what do you think? A regular – Regular game, you get 75 plays, would you say? Okay, how many pass attempts? 35? Yeah, I think 35 is probably the right number. I, if, you, if you're if you going to Gronk, hmm, let's see, what would be a fair number? To five throw times. To, to throw to the tight ends, would you say? You say five times? Yeah. I mean, I just think there's only so many balls to go around, if you will. And when you look at that team, I mean, they've got they've got players. It's You know, that's why a lot of people think that they're going to, you know, at least – be a playoff team, and how far they go, we don't know. But, you know, he's not even the only tight end on the team. It's not like, all right, let's go to the tight end on third and four. They've got other options. But he's a splashy guy, right? He came back to be a splashy guy. He didn't come back to get no you know, catches a game or one catch a game. I agree. He, if, he, if his season ends with 21 catches, it will be yeah. a failure for him unless they win the Super Bowl, in which case he'll party like it's 1999. Right. Or he'll need he'll – need one big catch one of these weeks, like game-winning catch. So he can flex his muscles. Something. Because yes. right now, if you bought a Gronk jersey and you're a Tampa fan and you're down in Tampa, you're like, what am I doing with this thing? Yeah, well, you know, or or he could have the Al Dukes approach. Which is what? You're paying me to play and I don't have to do anything. <laughs> this is awesome. I would and, say and in Tampa. if you weren't a splashy player like Gronk, that would be okay. But if you're a guy who goes around being arrogant, being Gronk, you know, expected to him and Brady by week going into week three, they would have had three touchdowns already comboed up. Do That's you, what I think people expect. Do you think Gronk? Now I don't know what kind of car he drives, but let's just say Gronk drives. Let's say he, he seems like he drives a Hummer. I was going to say let's say he drives the Ford F one fifty. All right. Do you think he gets into the Ford F one fifty? Now think about his time in New England. He was one of the stars, and when the media availability was there. I'm sure he would be surrounded and crowded. Now, we're beyond those days because of what's going on with COVID-19. Yeah. So you have Zoom sessions. He's probably not even asked. Right. 
to talk to the media. Do you think he gets in that Ford F-150 and is like, man, they don't even want to talk. They right. want to talk to Cameron Brayton, not me. <laughs> yeah. Well, I think people want to know what why he doesn't have catches. I would love to ask that question. Well, I guess the media would have to request him then. If I was the still uh, the the beat reporter down in Tampa for 8.20 a.m., the team. <laughs> Being threatened by Warren Sapp. Oh, yeah. Warren Sapp was going to beat me up one day. Is this a good time? It's 5.30. Is it a good time to annoy you? Sure. Okay. So your favorite doctor and America's favorite doctor, Dr. Fauci. Oh, Dr. Fauci, yes. Was asked when we're going to be able to stop with the masks. Oh, no. Did you see never. his answer? No, 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 no. He didn't say never. I he did not say, see his never. answer. The end of next year. <laughs> <laughs> I will Fauci. say, though, all kidding aside... Let's say we wear the masks through the winter, which I think we will. If the flu numbers are down dramatically, do you think that changes people's opinions of yes. the masks going forward? Because I think so, too. I also think if the flu numbers are not down, people will be like, why are we wearing these masks? Oh, well, that you're 100% right. Plus, in the winter, they're going to get all snot on them. <laughs> Did I tell Frozen you? Frozen snot. I was, wearing the ma- I was wearing the mask at a baseball practice. With, you know, my 10-year-olds there about uh, three, four weeks ago or so. And so they went to run a lap after they finished their um, their throwing and everything before practice actually started. And I guess I'm so used to the mask now, completely forgotten. Spit right, my, right in the mask. Oh. <laughs> what a jackass. <laughs> and I know I'm not supposed to be spitting on the field. I get it. Some things are habit, though. And in this case, it was a habit right in the mask. Right in your own face. Really. Ugh. Gross, dude. So we know uh, something strange is going on with the love affair of Tom Brady and Brett Favre. There is. There's some sort of love fest going on. I was not aware uh, of this. Yeah, supposedly there's like a a man love fest going on between Tom Brady and Brett Favre. Explain. How so? So, uh, you know, Favre uh, came to watch Brady's first game as a Buccaneer. But you told me that was because of a documentary or something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was a documentary. it It was a piece for... NFL films on another player on the Buccaneers. But uh, reporters did catch up and ask Tom Brady about this Brett Favre. And listen to what he said, Jerry. I don't have the audio. I'm going to say it in my voice. But this is the quotes. Brady said he is, quote, a huge fan of who he is and the player he was and the father he is. And then get this one. Uh Uh-oh. The husband. Yeah, 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 is. yeah, 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 yeah. He sent Schween picks. <laughs> now has that been confirmed? <laughs> yes. <laughs> Tom Brady is a fan of the father and husband Brett Favre is the same guy who well, sent Schweeny well, picks. Hold on. He can still be Jen a great Sturger. listen. He can still be a great father. One has nothing to do with the other. The husband part's a little difficult to take. <laughs> no, you can't be a great father if you have kids and you're caught sending Schween picks and it's in the news. You can't. That you, is a bad father. No, it's a bad husband. You can be. You can be a low life husband and a good father. You can. You absolutely can. Great player. Yes. Yes, he was. Great and husband, I'll give him good I'm father. Sure. And I'll give him good father. Uh, you cannot right. say great husband. No. And she's still with him, is she not? Yeah. It's interesting. I still say one of the greatest performances of all time, that Monday night game after his dad died. You are that not. That had to be I agree. all time. See, here's there's two things there. There is the, and you've pointed it out many times, and I agree, when this city really needed something, and if you think that there's something above the Yankees not winning the World Series after 9-11 is 
a pretty good example of, man, if you thought there was something up there, maybe not, because right. the city really needed that. We needed it, and the Yankees let us down. But if you're a believer in that, you can point to that game, because let's be honest, while it was a great performance, there were also throws where he was just, it was a wing and a prayer, and guys were coming down with everything. Amazing catches, yes. right? Guys in triple coverage, no one, question. one hand. Did you watch that game live, do you remember? I do remember watching that game, yeah, yes. And I remember being in complete amazement. Yes. I do, yep. I, I think I was actually working that night, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah. I think I was at the radio station working that night, watching that game. That was a while. That was wild. It sure was. That was in Oakland, if I remember. Uh, it was in Oakland, yep. yes. Because Oakland always had that dark look to it, those night games. Yes. And I do remember watching that, and it was unbelievable. The performance you, he put forth. Uh, of, of the performances that I are, are Monday night games of recent memory. The other one was when Michael Vick came back. Okay, yeah. And was, I'm not even sure what team, I think he was on the Eagles, Eagles. right, at that yeah. point? And it was against the Redskins on a Monday night. Yeah. That dude was just launching balls, same situation. Like, he could not be stopped. He was the, I remember watching Michael Vick. Yes, he would run better than any quarterback I'd really. I mean, he was spectacular running the ball. But he also threw one of the most beautiful deep balls you'd ever see. Beautiful balls. Yes, yes. Michael Vick had threw beautiful balls. That yeah. is very true. So, I don't know. We had Tight to take a break. spirals, yes. floaters. Yes, and you felt like he could throw it 150 yes, yards. Yes, on the run. Yep, I agree. Yeah, he was something. All right, 25 in front of six. We've got to take a break. When we come back, we've got uh, stories about badminton, hockey, and whatever else Al came up with. Uh, this portion is brought to you by 877-8-ABUSED, Boomer and Geo at six on the fan. Al and Jerry, this is the new normal. Yeah, something like that, Zach. 542 on the fan. Boy, it's a long time since we have seen Zach. Back in March, I guess it was, like everybody else. Super Z! Yeah, Super Z. Still kind of communicate with them on email once in a while, but what are you going to do? Um, the Mets won last night. The Yankees won last night. Yankees getting ready for the postseason, as we know. And I popped in this file uh, this morning. So every day I come in, Al, I always write down the day on the um, on the new sheet of notes for the day that I'm going to bring to you, the games and all that stuff. Yes, sir. So today it's a Wednesday, and I looked in my in my folder, and I had Wednesday from last week. And you know what we were discussing last week at this time? Yankee baseball. The Islanders 2-1 overtime win. I feel like the Islanders season ended a month ago, and yet yes. it was literally just days ago. I was looking at, uh, oh, I got a cough, hang on. Okay. <laughs> Luckily, I, I, pu- I put down my fader, as they say in the business, Jerry. That's business talk for those there you listening. Go. Yeah. Uh, ratings for anything competing with the NFL are Death. dead in the water. I'm with you. You said this once before, and I agree with you. I don't know why Major League Baseball plays games on Sundays during football season. Right. Just don't compete. Make that like a makeup day. Because Play doubleheaders on Saturday. I don't I'm, know. It's I'm weird. S- I'm seeing terrible ratings for the NHL. I'm seeing terrible ratings for the U.S. Open. You cannot compete with no, the you NFL. Can't. You can't. I can tell you this, and I wasn't home for much of the weekend, but when I got home Sunday afternoon around 4-ish, and I saw the very end of the Cowboy game, I did not get to see the Jets or the Giants, and I did watch the Chiefs and Chargers. Like At some point, my son said to me, he goes, did, they, did the Mets and Yankees play today? I'm like, you know what? Yeah, of course they did. It's a Sunday in baseball season, and you don't even think about it. No. I don't think about them at all. Baseball is a during the week 
uh, sport for me. I love I love baseball Monday. Even I would say even Saturday night if we don't have plans. I, I actually enjoy having a drink, watching the game. I'm good. But Sundays during football season, no chance. It is funny so when we when people used to be allowed to go to games way back when, <laughs> and I would see like on a Sunday that you know the Yankee Stadium was packed. I was like, what is wrong with these people? Well, do I mean, they not know foot? Do they not know the Red Zone Channel exists? There are diehard fans out there that yeah. are bigger baseball fans than football fans. Yeah. I, I don't happen to be one of them, but I think there are a lot of them out there. Truth, those are truth bombs, truth. Jerry. True. Did you truth bombs? Um, truth Did bombs. You? Yes. Did you see? So let me ask you this question. So Adam Silver, I guess, was on CNN yesterday. CNN. Now, if you remember when all this happened and they rescheduled the basketball and the bubble and blah 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 blah. At first, they said the season might start early December. Then he said it's looking more likely like Christmas Day will be the big new season start. They're still playing. Yes. I'm so confused. Yeah, but it's only September. Oh. So now he is saying more likely is January. Do you think... And they'll play. Do you think that we will have fans in arenas in January? No. Reduced fans in arenas. See, I think we'll have reduced fans. Mm, maybe. Like, I could see 4,000 people, three, maybe 3,500 people at the Garden. We will allow, we will allow four people into the Garden. <laughs> Can I be one? <laughs> I want to go. <laughs> <laughs> so you don't, th- you, don't th- you don't think there'll be fans in arenas? I think you're right. Maybe uh, limited. Limited edition. I say limited. limited I know there was edition. an issue in Kansas City with one or two fans. Yeah, they spread the corona around. But have you heard of anything in Miami or no. Dallas or any of these other places? Nope. Be interesting. Very interesting. Sure, sure will. Did you see, uh, you know, Lindsey Vaughn, Jerry? She's uh, the, well, she was a skier, right? Yes. Lindsey Vaughn, skier. She uh, dated uh, Tiger. She's, she dated Tiger Woods. Now she's, uh, I believe, engaged to uh, PJ Subban. Right. Uh, well, or PK Subban. I don't know who PJ is, but <laughs> good Lord, dude. <laughs> PK Subban, as I was saying. <laughs> Well, her dogs were attacked by por- by a porcupine. Yeah, where was well, this in? What 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 wilderness was this? What wild wild west was this? I'm not sure, but her she says, listen, that her dogs went chasing after a porcupine, and evidently, porcupines when you chase them down, a skunk will squirt you with their skunk juice. <laughs> porcupines will shoot out all their needles into your face. Porcupines shoot those? Yeah. You're kidding me. No. I thought that was just like a defense mechanism. Well, when they're scared, they shoot their their quills at you. Yeah, if you touch it, it can hook into you. I didn't know that. But they can actually arch their back and... And And shoot. Yeah. I mean, it's not like, you know, like a gun and all, but still. That's pretty wild. Yeah. You got to see these pictures, Jerry. The dog's faces are filled with porcupine needles. No, are they all right? They're all right, but you got to take them out one at a time. Ooh, that's brutal. What a great, I mean, that is the greatest animal self-defense that's just on their bodies. If you could be a superhero, would you want that? That would be kind of cool. Porcupine (laughs) man. I think we have a new Hollywood hit coming. From Marvel Comics. (laughs) Al Duke stars in 
porcupine man. <laughs> Listen, and I'd be just going they... about my day and somebody, excuse me, do you know where the library is? And I'm scared, so I shoot them with my porcupine needles. If they could do Ant-Man with Paul Rudd, yes. they could do porcupine man with you. Yes. <laughs> That's tremendous. Like, I'm, I'm out in the yard one day, and I scare accidentally scare a porcupine, and it shoots me with all of its needles. And then... You turn into porcupine Yeah, man. like, I don't take my need- I don't take the needles out fast enough, and I get porcupine blood coursing through my system <laughs> well that's that was the whole spider-man thing right yes he was built, bit by bit by a spider yes and became spider-man yeah and then i'm just out one day and i see like a, a mugging happening call the porker and, and and all of a sudden my body morphs into a porcupine <laughs> and i don't know what's going on i'm like what is what is happening to my body and then i run over there and i just shoot my porcupine quills at the mugger I just want to point out, you just turned 51, and you're talking about being a porcupine. <laughs> I'm saying no one's come up with this as a superhero. Well, give it time. Again, they just came up with Ant-Man, or at least they just produced that movie several years ago. Maybe Porcupine Man is on sitting on someone's table, as they say. What if, why don't we create a... Because con- I already have a second character, Skunk Man. He shoots skunk juice at you. <laughs> I'm pretty sure people have come up with that already. Skunk Man? Porcupine. I haven't seen that movie. Porcupine Man and Skunk Boy. Skunk Boy. It's not right. Terrible. That, that, right. Porcupine Man is is the Batman. Right. Skunk Boy is the Robin. It's perfect. And like, who's when, the villain? Uh, um, I don't know. We'll have to think of a cool villain. But the the way that this would work was is um, somebody like a mugger mug somebody. Porcupine Man and Skunk Man come over. Uh, skunk Man sprays. Uh, skunk Boy sprays him. Porcupine Man hits him the things. <laughs> when the cops show up, they're like. This looks like the work of Porcupine Man and Skunk Boy. <laughs> Stupid. <laughs> we just came up with that in four minutes. <laughs> Get me a pitch meeting, Jerry. That's right. We want to talk to Century. Or was it 20? Not Century 21. What is it? Um, MGM. I need MGM Studios I'll take MGM. That's fine. 20th Century Fox. That's who I was thinking of. Eddie, your uh, dogs ever get attacked by a porcupine? No, nor a skunk. Nor a we, skunk. Now, on Ooh. Shark Tank once... The, did you see the couple that developed the protective casing for the dogs so that they wouldn't be eaten by coyotes? <laughs> I did not see this. They, it's basically like a vest for the dog that's got metal teeth. Oh, so, so the that if they get attacked, bite it? yeah, if they if the if they get attacked and they bite into the dog, it basically, you know, injures the aggressor. Unless the aggressor goes, I guess I have to eat the dog's head because its body is metal. Well, that wouldn't be good. Or if it was a porcupine where they could still just shoot the dog. Yeah. Then I guess the porcupine grows back his new quills. Oh, what a, I'm telling you, what a great superhero yeah. you could be. That sounds actually pretty cool. Maybe we can get Lindsay Vaughn in the movie. We need star she power. She could be the villain. Right. Oh. That's pretty Lindsay good right Vaughn. there. Yes. And she escapes by skiing away. <laughs> Are there porcupines in the winter? I don't. I don't. I've, I don't know where porcupines don't are. Don't they like hibernate or something? But you got to no. pull all no. those things out one by one. I don't feel like. Have you ever seen a skunk in the winter in the snow? No. I've gone skiing out in Utah, and they have signs. And I actually saw one from the lift. Beware of the porcupines. And uh, and, <laughs> and if skunk. you use the uh, outhouses that are on the trail, you Uh-oh. know, if you have, to, they could be in there. You know, well, no. In there, there's signs for Black Widow spiders. Oh, great. Well, wow. that sounds like a lovely place to visit. <laughs> and you should have saw the rat 
that crossed in front of me today, Al, on Charlton. Oh, is that right? It looked, yeah, we got to take a break. Uh, it looked like a cat. It was enormous, but whatever. We got to take a break before Eddie else. 551 on the fan. Boomer and Geo coming up at 6 o'clock. This portion of the warm-up show brought to you by Hint Water. Time now for a Radio.com Sports Minute. Amy Lawrence talking about more fines handed out by the NFL. It's the dynamic duo of Al and Jerry. The superheroes of WFAN. All right, welcome back. You the Yankees blowing out the Blue Jays last night. The Mets beat the Rays. All good there. Um, and the Nuggets beat the Lakers. Real quick, Al, it's over already. It's over. What's over? Quill. Kent on Twitter, if you saw, they've already done the porcupine type of uh, character. What? Yes. So before we even got started with the script, it's over. There's already a porcupine character. Oh, man. I feel like I just ruined your Wednesday. I'm sorry. You take an extra long walk with whimsy. This guy, Sean, had a great idea on uh, Twitter. He said the villain for Porcupine Man and Skunk Boy is the exterminator. (laughs) Why about Lindsey Vaughn? We get rid of her already? I I mean, this is unbelievable. Sorry, Marvel has Porcupine Man? He's a villain? Yeah. He's called Quill. Oh, man. I'm very sorry to tell you this. Dream crushed on a Wednesday. That stinks on ice, Jerry. It's a good thing you got those weights from Dan. Go pump some iron. You're pissed I will off. Pump so you, some iron and you, extra couple of pumps. Yeah. Did you see what happened with the Colts? Darius Leonard uh, with the wedding ring. Yeah, he I threw did. his gloves into the stands. Hey, Yankees fans! The playoff-bound Bombers continue their midweek series with the Toronto Blue Jays.